0: It's important to know that you are the most important person. We must learn ways to empower ourselves and build confidence so that we can take on each day and feel in control of our lives. In this episode, myself, the host, Debbie McAllister, and Style Serpa Gaylene Ab dive into why it matters what we wear and how conscious dressing can help make you feel more confident, motivated, relaxed, and powerful with everything you do. So this week in the US, it is Thanksgiving. And so I wanted to send a big warm hug and my heart filled of gratitude to each and every one of my listeners. We are currently in 27 countries. And I am sending this gratitude out to all of you that I see you and wish you the best in the holidays within the US and outside the US. I call it the gratitude week. So sending lots and lots of gratitude towards you. Also wanted to do a shout out to the Apple podcast review from Sanity Mom. She says, I have loved listening to Light Up Your Worth podcast. Debbie's easy way of communicating makes listening a joy. Her guests are always relatable and so open. Thanks for creating this safe space for us to learn and grow. Well, thank you, Sanity Mom. I appreciate you being part of our community. And last week I started a contest i guess you could call it is if you leave me a five-star reading on apple take a screenshot and email it over to me or dm me on facebook or instagram at debbie at lightupyourworth.net if you're going to email it and i will send you a starbucks coffee as my thank you gift for you And this podcast episode is sponsored by myself, Debbie McAllister and my Light Up Your Worth coaching. So thank you. And now let's dig in.
1: You are listening to Light Up Your Worth with transformational coach Debbie McAllister, whose vision is to provide spiritual connection, magical learning and positive resources for your toolbox to raise the consciousness and frequencies for you and our Mother Earth, to discover the unbelievable resource within yourself. This podcast is for you, the spiritually curious, seeking inspiration, hope, and practical knowledge as you navigate healing, personal growth, and development, as you move forward with confidence building a consciously intentional radiant life. Each week you will be given an all-access pass into the lives of other spiritual souls, energetic healers, spiritual modality experts, thought-provoking life coaches, empowering therapists, and uplifting authors who are real and vulnerable as they share their own unique journeys through healing and offer their gifts. This podcast is here to provide engaging and heart-centered conversations that offer so much wisdom, it will motivate you to light up your worth. Thank you for tuning in. Embrace your brilliant, gorgeous, and talented, worthy self.
0: Hello, this is Debbie, and this is Light Up Your Worth. I am so excited to introduce you to today's guest. Gayleen Abbott is a style serpa. Don't you just love that word? She was born and raised in New England, and she currently lives in Rhode Island. She's a wife and a mother of two amazing young adults and one really cute dog. Oh, love that. Love for babies. (laughs) Being a bit of a manic creative, keeps her family, friends, and clients on their toes, never knowing what she'll bring to the table next. Her true underlying passion is understanding human nature and why we do what we do. Isn't that a question we all have? She is currently delving into the chakras, astrology, crystals, architects, and human design, as tools to further her own methodology of conscious dressing, which is the art of using your clothing as tools to support you in feeling more confident, motivated, relaxed, joyful, and powerful in everything you do. Understanding your individual nature and energy flow is a key element to bring your authentic self inside and out welcome thank you
2: and i'm just going to correct the pronunciation it's galen apt the style sherpa yes so just galen apt yep nice and easy yes
0: (laughs) not easy at all it is not easy at all (laughs) i know we were talking before because you know if you've listened to any of my podcasts you know that i have a a live challenge of pronunciation I, I actually I always have and so I always give my guests permission just so the listeners know to correct me because I'll practice and practice and then whatever it is about turning on the mic all of a sudden I'm like you know that fourth grade girl trying to correct myself in front of the teacher of mispronunciation so
2: well you're I think you're just heading into your zone of genius when that Uh microphone and that camera comes on so that's where your full focus is and pronunciation (laughs) just isn't part of that so like (laughs) that's
0: all Unfortunately, I I mean, I guess you can't. Even my my adult son too. I have an adult son, and he says, "What, mom? You know, you're pretty much good at everything." And I'm like, "No, actually, I'm not. There are some few things that I that I don't know how to do." But thanks for thinking I'm, you know, up here on this pedestal. You you did a good job. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm like, thanks. I I love you too, son. I love you too. So thank you for joining me. I'm just so excited. You know, there's just, when I look at uh, your your background behind you too, it is like an amazing set of styles and textures and colors. And that is just feels like it's all part of, you know, this beautiful tapestry, you know, that's catching my eye, the, like this beautiful oranges and this burgundy color that i'm like drawn to and all these all these colors and i think wow that really is even just how you show up is to just embrace all of the colorful kaleidoscope of life well hashtag
2: nailed it debbie like literally (laughs) Wow, that's exactly right. And thank you for noticing my background. I actually had my best friend come over and help me with this because I wanted to put, I I just was like, I'm like, I I, I wanted, I wanted to express me. And she's like, oh, just calm down. And so she, she just, she's like, here, you can change it around. And since she came in and just was like, let's put this, 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 and I brought her stuff. Since then, I've been able to judge it, and it really is me. Like, you totally got it, and that makes me so happy because it is. It's like little bits of me and my personality. I've got my singing bowls for all the different chakras in there, and literally before I got on here, I did, um, I did my root chakra so that I could stay grounded, and then I, a singing bowl. And then I did my throat chakra singing bowl so that I could speak my truth comfortably. And so like these shelves and these things on the shelf are, are very special to me. So the fact that you noted that, that makes me so
0: happy. Oh, that is so nice. <laughs> I just took off the screensaver that I had because sometimes I keep it on and sometimes I don't. So right now I have this blank canvas. You know, but, because but see, I've, you've, you've I've got recently lots of moved fabulous
2: crystals and mm-hmm. statues and wonder, and I see probably phenomenal books back there. I probably want to get my hands on.
0: Yes, they're like some of the favorites because I've recently moved and most of my stuff isn't here. Why, you know, as we record this, won't be here for another six or eight weeks, and so, you know, so if you're moving across country, know that movers are uh, backlogged. I'm sure everybody wants to know that, right? But. <laughs> So wow. I have bookshelves that a this time. <laughs> so I'm like, well, that's okay. I have what I need. You know, that that, that fit in my you know, Ford Edge before there's, I there's the woman with daddy. the bag of rocks. I have yeah. what I need. Just I have rocks. what I need. I have my rocks. <laughs> I, I have some of my key pieces of jewelry. I have, I have, you know, some of some of my favorite books, my colors and yeah. I my, see a singing I bowl have all my there. crystals with me though I of see course. a singing bowl in the yeah. shell so yes yeah. yes yeah. yeah. I, I have my singing bowl I have yeah. my you know a big shell that has a sage I have my diffuser I have the goddess up here with some laminated money you know I have stuff that you can burn some incest type of stuff that I burn in there and then I have this is actually one of my favorite things right here is his glass and this is I got this from Glenna Doyle idea where you put in at the beginning of the year every day you put in something good that happened and at the end of the year you pull it out and you read them all and that's how you bring in the new year so you know it's funny
2: I have heard of this but I don't think I've ever met anyone who's done it and that just gave me goosebumps Or truth bumps is Nancy Andrew. Truth bumps. Oh yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, thank you, Nancy. (laughs) Oh yeah. So I do have a few of my things, but not quite yet. So I was like, like what you've done here is, you know, I've been thinking, okay, what do I want new to come in and join me in this magical space?
2: Oh, that's delightful. I love that. I love that. What do you want? Oh, you're inviting something fabulous in, right? Just, and you've got all this space. So it's what a blessing, the six to eight weeks you have to really sort of sit in that available space.
0: Yes. Yes. And, you know, the magical part, and I don't know if, if I had shared it with you before is that I live in Flagstaff, Arizona now. So I am literally in a Ponderosa Pines up here at 7,000 feet. I'm 45 minutes from Sedona. If I go down, if I go the opposite direction, then I am at grand Canyon. So I am surrounded by this, the energy magical energy that called me here. And I haven't gone out to some of the little stores yet downtown here in town in Flagstaff. We have this wonderful magical little downtown and of course there's crystal shops and there's, you know, different types of shops. This is a big outdoors area, you know, so you have a lot of the big like REI. Sportsman's wear, (laughs) you know, you name any of those, yeah, hiking climbing, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mountain biking's huge here, and so um, so I haven't been into those either. So just so you know, I haven't been shopping, and so I thought, okay, because I was just waiting, like, what am I going to call into this area? Right. I've been even looking at which is so funny. Remember the little I call them like the hippie beads that um that come down love them. And I thought, Oh, wouldn't that be kind of fun to have like right here and And just the sound they make when you hit them, just like that vibration of that sound is yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had them up in, uh, in one of my homes in my twenties, I think it was like our late twenties. We had it up in a house that was all, you know, big master room, but we had it up between the bedroom part and the bathroom, like as a separation. And it was just, it just felt so magical, but yet, you know, you still had plenty of space. And so it's it's powerful how we surround ourselves with our environment and and expressing like what you've done in the background of expressing that to yourself. And I absolutely love that you are a style Serpa. I mean, that. I mean, it really, you know, being able to express yourself on the outside of what you feel in the inside. So I'm fascinated to find out how did you come down this path? I mean, that's a big
2: yeah. And it's it's journey. A funny. Um, I have always been one of these people who doesn't want to wear the same thing twice. Like in high school, I gave myself this challenge. I, I get bored easily. I don't want to wear the same thing twice, but I certainly didn't have a lot of clothes or a lot of money, right? Like the we just didn't. My parents were divorced, right? So there was not a lot of money to be had. So I went about the process of how can I make as many different outfits with the things I already own as possible. And so I did. And I, that's just something I've done and I've always been good at it. But when someone really asked me what my why is, and I put some thought into it, it actually came back to shortly after my parents got divorced and my mom went from being a stay-at-home mom and she, she would teach art. She's an artist, sculptor, and she would uh, teach art classes in the basement. But she was a stay-at-home mom. So then she had to go to work and find a job. And I remember she was going, she had an interview lined up. And I remember her going to her closet and looking in her closet. And all she had were mom clothes, dog clothes, or sculptor clothes. And none of those things was going to work in the early to mid-80s in mm. corporate where she was looking for a job. And there was a lot of, like, I went in there with her and I'm like, you know, even I, with all my, you know, what can we create <laughs> my chopped basket mentality. And I was like, oh my God, like there was nothing, there was nothing. And she didn't really have the funds to get anything. And, and there was a lot of stress. Well, the week of that interview, she gets this package in the mail, this mystery package. And it was this big, beautiful box. Like, something out of the movies like that you see you like no one's oh. ever seen this in person and it just arrives no name on it just to my mom and she opens it up she lifts the lid and moves across the beautiful colored tissue paper it was just like and inside was the most gorgeous lavender suit you have ever seen it was a designer i don't remember the name but it was designer and it was lavender and it was elegant and it fit her beautifully. And she put that suit on, and you could just see and feel the change in her. That oh, now I can go to this interview, and she did, and she got the job. And you know, we laugh and we called it the miracle suit. And she eventually found out oh, which friend had sent it to her. But that really, at the time, I didn't realize it, but that stuck with me because you saw the the, the change. You go from oh my gosh, I don't have any way of showing up. In the right appropriate way and what am I going to do about that versus I've got this and it's it, like it literally shifted everything and from that point clothing has been very powerful very powerful and I've always just loved helping people find things and everyone's like how do you always just know what looks good at me because I'm not I'm the guy girl who's gonna buy you a gift and you're gonna be like I would never have picked this out in 10,000 years and I love it and I wear it and I get compliments I'm like
0: I know i don't know i'm just doing what i do it's what i do right I know. <laughs> oh that is such <laughs> a wonderful wonderful story because i mean i think i entered corporate is uh mid 80s late 80s and i remember even in so mainly i was probably my heyday in the early 90s throughout the 90s where we still wore suits every day you had to yes. wear Yes. like dress for the job you want versus the job you had mentality was out there. And oh, I had a very power uniform base. Yes. And very I had uniform a form base. I had a, I had my power suit as I would mm-hmm. say, and it was bright red. Ooh. And it was uh, it was super powerful. Every time I wore it, I was like, my staff knew, Oh, what's going on today? <laughs> who, who are you meeting today? Yeah. And I'm like, how'd you know? Well, we know your suit. We know yeah. when you wear that suit. That, and the, and the funny thing is I kept that suit for a very long time. And that's when you look at even all of the like public figures, everybody was wearing suits with the little, like how per- some of them were just absolutely stunning. Like, mm. and don't you love, I-, I don't know about you, but I love like the 50 suits. But they would wear were they the smartest dressers ever well, as fascinating as this conversation is we are going to pause for a moment and we'll be right back
2: i and tell you what
0: back then they knew how to dress a
2: woman's body yes that because they knew how to create that shape using the fabrics oh ooh, ooh, yes mm.
0: yeah Agree. Super, super powerful. And, and I, I went when I, when I found so fascinating about your work is when you have that outfit on, we have all had it. It does. It ignites something inside of you that is very spiritual and can, you are so aligned with divine like it totally, it's almost like I, and I didn't even know this back then, you know, but what I know now is like, it feels like it just opened up my third eye and all of a sudden everything is completely aligned and you are who you are supposed to be there. You're yourself and you're so secure in what you're doing.
2: And- that's exactly, that's exactly it. And what I work with, with my clients is showing them how it doesn't have to be just one outfit and that how tapping into how you're feeling and what you're needing and then how these different things affect you, knowing that the awareness and spending time being aware and becoming more aware of yourself is so powerful because then you can have a closet full of power items, but they're powerful in different ways. Some are gonna let you stand up on stage and talk to a group of people. Some are gonna let you go to a cocktail party full of very intimidating people and not feel like sitting in the corner. Some are gonna support you as you're, you're grieving a loss. So each of these things is powerful in, and of their, in their own way. And they're so important to understand how your pieces affect you so that you can use them choose them consciously, choose them to support you on a daily basis. It's very powerful.
0: Oh, yes. So how does, how does the clothing part of it in that feeling of being empowered? How does that intertwine or crosswalk maybe to all of the other magical gifts that you have? How did, well, how, how are you infusing all of that goodness, all that spiritual goodness, all of that wisdom and knowledge that you've obtained into this whole process of our own individual styles?
2: Well, it's such a a cool question because that, you know, when I finally had my aha moment a few years ago and conscious dressing was born, I was like, it was one of these like, oh my gosh, I've just shifted my reality, duh. This is how it works all together. So by understanding um, the different the different uh, modalities. So chakras, for instance, right? The seven energy centers that we all have in our body. So there's the, the root, the sacral, the solar plexus, the heart, the throat, the third eye, and the crown. And just understanding how each of those affects how we show up allowed me to say, oh, so when my heart is having some issues, like I'm I'm grieving, or I'm having a hard time. So for instance, last fall, both my children flew the nest. They launched. (laughs) Within six weeks of each other, I had one move to New York City, and one go to boot camp Marine Corps. So within six weeks, I had both babies just leave. And as prepared as I thought I was, because I thought I was, you know, head on the tools. (laughs) Uh Yeah, I was ready. No, no, I was, I was not prepared. And what I because I was so understanding of, oh my God, I my I'm I'm knocked off my access right now. I wore a lot of greens and pinks to support myself, to show myself the love. And and To give myself to sort of like surround my heart chakra with that energy and i was able to use my clothing and accessories because then i was able to pull the rose quartz jewelry in and say you know what i am just going to cover myself in (laughs) rose quartz and and then if i would be out shopping i'd see this like beautiful lacy green dress and i was like that's lovely and that makes me feel light it supported and it really helped me get through those actually the, the the three months for boot camp which was really hard because we couldn't talk to him at all. there was like no communication and so it was it was these were tools that helped me get through a really challenging time and it, it it's it's a mindset shifting right so it's allowing me to pay attention to go oh my god I am I'm not motivated I'm feeling off today what's going on okay well, You're you're missing the kids today. So you know what? I'm gonna go up. What I did was I went up to their bedrooms and I started occupying their bedrooms in some way with some of my stuff. So I I was sort of combining my energy with their energy. And I would go and I would be up in their energy in their room. And it felt really comforting to me. And knowing that I had my own back, that I didn't need to, you know fall apart on my husband when he came home, although we, we fell apart with each other, but it was nice to know I had my own back and that I could go, okay, I'm gonna take a few minutes and miss the kids. And then I'm gonna be really proud of what they're doing. And I'm gonna take a step forward and try to accomplish something for me now. And it, it, it's it's just an amazing tool so that you are self-sufficient, right? It's it's really about survival, taking care of yourself because really it's it, this is the most important person out there is you. You are your most important person. And if you feel that you see yourself and you care about what you're going through and you're not ignoring things, you're not pushing it away, you're not like, you know what? I'm just going to throw on black things. It's, just, it's fit. It's baggy. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I'm depressed. If you say, I am depressed and I'm feeling sad and why, and go, you know what? I think I haven't spoken my truth. I'm going to put some blue on today that right there says you're worthy. You are worthy. And it helps you go about your day just a little bit easier.
0: Yeah. That that's such a powerful experience that you just shared Uh, being an empty nester myself (laughs) and he launched and then I relaunched, but the final launch has been many years now because he's 32, but you know, the, the final mid 20 launch (laughs) was successful right. but he right. lives in montana and i'm in arizona and we haven't been in the same state in gosh 2016 as he's off you know pursuing his life goals and dreams and good for him and uh i understand that feeling of of missing them right and it's it's a very different oh bless you oh my goodness sorry Bless
2: you. it's a very oh. different missing than like when they went when my daughter went to college right that was very different that was hard in and of itself but then when she moved moved to another state and then he joined the military and moved I was like oh like it was a very different experience and you know I was I was so cute. I really did think I was ready for it. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I did too. So did my sister and she has four. Yeah. Um, now she is. In fact, she had to go, uh, she bought a book to help her through. She's um, And then when she was all done, she sent it to me when she was ready to release the book. She goes, oh. I think this might be helpful for you. Excellent. Oh lovely. Thought, oh, lovely. Right. Like, yes. I think it's, and it was really, really helpful about the whole empty nest thing and our identity, is, uh, as so many of us are in the mom role of when we're in that mom energy. And so, but you did also mention something that I want to uh, refer back to is that when you were talking about the, the seven ch- chakras, and then you were talking about, oh, I think I want to go focus with my heart on green. So is there, for the listeners, is there a correlation with each of the chakras with different power colors or power or colors that are associated with uh, yeah. each of the chakras?
2: So each of the chakras has a color associated with it. So it's a great way to step into that. So the root chakra is red. Then the sacral chakra is orange. The solar plexus is yellow the heart is green, the throat is blue, the, um, the crown is like an indigo purple. And then, I mean, that the third eye is indigo purple and the crown can sometimes be a, a bright purple or it sometimes can be a white, so it, it depends. And, but that being said, so those are the, the traditional things you'll see, when you see all the truckers and the, and the, 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 the wall hangings and think those will be the colors associated with each one. But what I have come to find out is that by knowing myself and how the different colors affect me, I know what feels supportive where. So sometimes red is very grounding for me, right? Mm-hmm. But for the most part, black is extremely grounding. And I know when I'm feeling like I I need that, I'll put on some black. Um, Sometimes, so the solar plexus is, is yellow. Yellow doesn't necessarily always feel super powerful for me. So if I'm wanting to stand in my power, but understanding how I feel when I wear certain items of clothing, that's you know like black actually can also be powerful because i feel grounded i feel able to stand so it's a matter of paying attention to how i feel so it's a great place to start by using the traditional colors but it's not by any means like a guarantee that that's going to work for you
0: you know oh yeah you know it's it's interesting that you shared that because i think about over the years um like my favorite color has always been purple like Dark nope. purple, light purple. What kind of? Purple? It's been more uh, when I was like high school years. It was like the lavender color purple, and then as I've gotten older, it was uh, like right out of school. It was like a dark royalish kind of purple, and so you can look through all my how much purple I've worn over the years. And as a child, it was a blue. My mom would. I have blue eyes, and so my mom would wear. I I wore a lot of blue as a child, and. Then as I've noticed just in the last couple of years, I still love purple, but teal has been like the color that just radiates my soul. In fact, that's the color of the logo that you saw back in my background. And it's also in my color wheel of a very specific color. And there's something about when I'm wearing that color, the, uh, this, I feel like it's almost like another archetype steps into, uh, who I am, why I'm here. It's, it's, it's like the, the Royal purple, I guess, when you think about like the chakras, like that's what it does for me. And even this color, even though it's really light, this is actually a color that is very uh, powerful for me as well.
2: Yes, I agree. Light colors can be very powerful. I I feel the exact same way. Today, I chose some very light colors to wear, Uh, the sort of lavender and this light, soft chambray blue, but then I popped with these sort of ready pink earrings, which Uh I just got at the farmer's market this morning. Uh Those are gorgeous. I did notice (laughs) them. (laughs) It's hard for me with earrings because they, they get lost in my hair. So these are like, Ooh, they're not going to get lost in my
0: hair. You can see it. <laughs> I know. I think I need to go upgrade all my uh, earrings. It's hard to, sh- to share my earrings on the podcast because of right. the, the headset, but I had super long hair earlier this year and I cut off 18 inches of hair. So I've really, you know, much shorter hair and in support with my sister you know with cancer and so she lost her hair and so I was like okay I'm gonna cut off my hair that I've had long for like forever literally and but now and I used to have the issue with the the earrings as well and now I'm like okay I think I'm ready for some some funky you know fun fun part of it my
2: favorite type of earring is when they don't match so they like (laughs) Like they're, they're the same, they've got the same ingredients, but they're, they're strung differently. And that just feeds my soul because like I'm a Gemini. So it's all about the, the two halves, the yin the yang. And I, that makes me so happy. I have a friend who it gives her such ajna when things don't match. She cannot handle that. She wants everything <laughs> she to fix your earrings. <laughs> so I have to be careful. I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to go see her. Maybe I should not wear these earrings. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's so cool. I know I used to have so many earrings and then I peered them down to the whole corporate look. And now it's like, okay, I need to, now that I have shorter hair again, you can see them more, you know, and it, it made me think of what you were sharing about knowing ourselves and knowing, you know, how we feel in certain colors. Now, if somebody's just starting out and they're trying to figure out, figure out that what, what, what tips or what? what suggestions would you give somebody to help figure that, start to figure out those, that color feeling, even for themselves?
2: Right. Which is truly the most important thing to figure out. It's the it, first you need to know how it's going to affect you. Right. Mm-hmm. So I would say just start taking little mini moments as you're getting dressed and tapping into well, how am I feeling today? Okay. And I, I tell people it's sort of like the, the core of my conscious dressing methodology is the first thing you do is do a quick check-in. Just a quick, okay, Galen. And and this is like non-judgmental zone, right? So this isn't me judging myself. This is just observation. How am I feeling? Well, I'm feeling a little sore from my workout yesterday. Or you know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a little anxious. Or I'm feeling happy. Or like whatever it is I'm feeling, acknowledge the feeling. I'm feeling this way. Check. Then go. What do I have to do today? Okay. I have to do that. How can I get from how I'm feeling to what I need to do? Right? Well, first thing we have to do is get dressed. So because of that, that's where the genius of this is you're getting dressed anyway. So now all you have to do is pay just a little bit of attention. So when you're like, okay, I am feeling a little introverted today and I have to go get interviewed on a podcast. How am I going to get from introverted to talk your, you know, talk like you're talking to your best friend. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so I'm going to go put on something that makes me feel fun. Right. Oh, yeah. But paying attention. So you're going to, you're going to put something on it's like, so what am I going to reach for? I'm going to reach for this bright top. I'm going to put this bright top on then stop and look in the mirror and go, okay, did it accomplish what I needed it to accomplish? Well, I like the color, but the neckline is, it's too high. It's making me, it's all like, oh, uh, take it off. Okay, what can I do that's another color that makes me happy? Or maybe it's the same color or whatever. And just taking those few moments, it doesn't take very long. And I think people look at that as I'm just indecisive. I don't have anything to wear. I can't figure it out. But the way I look at it is, is no, you're just trying to figure out what you need. And when you look at it as, as something that's important, that needed for you, that sort of changes. It's not like, oh my God, I just can't get myself dressed. It's no, I haven't found the right thing to support what I need. And it's much more empowering. And so it's just taking a few minutes to look and go, okay, how does this make me feel? And most people are like, well, does it cover my body? And so it's, it's learning to access the feeling and it, it's, it's practice. It's a muscle. You have to exercise it. So it's just practice it every day. If I put these earrings on. How do they make me feel? If I put these shoes on, how do they make me feel? And you don't have to do every item to start. Cause that's probably going to be overwhelming, <laughs> but one or two items, it's going to make you feel like you're like, Oh, okay. Now I know how I make these pants or this sweater makes me feel cool. Great. I feel pretty good now. I love that. You know, I think I've been doing some of that. We do it innately. Absolutely. But we just didn't understand what we were doing. So yes, you absolutely do it innately.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause when I look at, I've already meditated for most mornings, I should say not, I'm not a perfectionist, but most mornings I've had uh, my meditation. So I'm kind of feeling, and then I think about what do I, what am I doing that day? And Mm. I will try something on and you can bet that I've changed my shirt at least once before I've left the house or not leave the house. Like I won't be leaving the house today anytime soon, (laughs) right? I'm doing an interview. So I, I think about that. I also think about like, well, how, what am I feeling? What, what emotion am I feeling? And that does impact what shirt I'm, I'm grabbing, you know, exactly. Earlier exactly. this year. Yeah. I went shopping. My sister and I went shopping and we went thrift shopping and it was so much fun. She is like a queen of this. And so we went to a, a this new place when I was out in Washington with her. And I, I picked up this, uh, this really like almost purple lavenderish kind of like, it was definitely a winter thing. It was winter and Every time I've worn it, it's too hot. You know, now it's summer when we're dating. And every time I've worn that, people are always like, wow, like, you should wear more of that color. And I think, well, I did. I I wore this color, like this lavender purple for, and it was so, what was so interesting is, and I bring up the thrifting part of it because I was trying to expand my wardrobe without thinking it's going to cost me all this Tons of money, you know. So, my sister's been showing me different ways to infuse but, different things into my wardrobe so that I'm recycling and increasing, you know, the vibration of the earth by doing that, you know. And, but not-
2: it's also what it's also doing is creating a truly unique personal style. Like, this is how personal style is created, it's not going and buying the, th- the things that are trending. It's buying the things that you love. And so if it's something that's trending, like maybe you love those white sneakers that are out there like, oh yeah, totally buy those. But then go to that thrift shop and buy a cool top that maybe is decades old. And then you, when you wear it, that's awesome because then it's becoming your style. And that's how people, like when you see people who are stylish, it's because they have curated a look you know, for themselves and each thing means something to them and they bring it in and go, yeah, this is awesome. And I love this. And I'm not going to look like everybody else. I'm going to look like
0: me. Oh, and isn't that important in this day and age, especially, I think it's always been important, but this ability to, that we have this freedom of being able to show up with who we are and through our outside the clothing that we are it's
2: it's quite delightful you know um, my mom um and her generation and you know I, I was raised by that you, know, you dress a certain way right and right up until like into the 80s and early 90s there was a uniform and it was that's what it was expected and that's how you showed up and that's what we did mm-hmm. and now I as I've stepped into this and created this whole thing and realized that no I get to mix and match, which I've always kind of done, but what that does is create a style. I love the freedom of it. And I, I find that a lot of, uh, if I work with a client from that generation, they, they struggle because they're like, but I'm not supposed to wear that. I'm over a certain age. My hair has to do this because I'm over a certain age. I'm like, your age has nothing to do with it. It's your energy. It's what you want, what you need. And it's funny, getting that into their head is a very challenging thing because they were very, it was entrenched. It was entrenched in them. And so I'm so excited that everything has opened up and now people are getting, you know what, I can show up just as professionally as you without wearing a uniform. And I'm gonna look amazing. I'm gonna look just like me, but I am I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock it out of the park. But it's gonna be unique to me.
0: Yeah. I, I love that. You know, I, I think back to all those uniforms that we wear, and I remember being in corporate and it being casual Friday. Well, all that meant is you could wear jeans with a really nice professional shirt and a jacket. Now I look at what's happened with the pandemic with so many people going home and what people are wearing in now. Wow. I, and I, it's I so relaxed.
2: I'm a little, so yeah, relaxed. it's. it's it's unfortunate because people sort of went, what does it matter, right? What does it matter what I wear? I'm home anyway. And what I say to that is it matters a lot because getting dressed isn't for the world. Getting dressed is for you. It's the first thing you do to support yourself and it can shift your mindset. If I'm having, if I'm home for the day, right? Like I'm not going networking. I don't have any clients. I'm just staying home. If I'm like in a place where I'm like, whoa, I will literally go up and change my clothes. I will create a different outfit for myself and it never fails to work. It never fails to shift my mindset so that I can come back down and go, okay, what, what can I do? That's positive. And it always works hundred percent of the time.
0: Oh yeah. That's really powerful. You know, I have about, I call it my PJ day. Um, that is about what? Well, I, it used to be once a month. It's been more frequent lately over the last couple of years. So, but it started out as the PJ day, but basically I was, you know, out of my PJs, but it was usually like in some kind of sweat thing or leggings, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was a, I'm not going anywhere. This is my day to putter, to go inward, super comfortable. And I found when the pandemic started that those were the clothes I started to wear being home and just what you said, like I had to like, it took an effort of pulling myself out of what do you mean I can't wear these leggings every day of my life now, like, I, you know, just so you know, with all my stuff not here, they're not here with me. They're, they're still packed, because I knew yeah. that I couldn't, I didn't need them here you know, that wasn't the energy I was going to be bringing. In fact, I've come to this conclusion because I have a couple boxes of multiple sizes of clothes is that once the clothes that are in different sizes arrive, they are all being donated. Even my favorite like leather pants, you know, because I've decided that, you know, if I need some, if I need them again, like that's all past So I'm gonna discard even stuff that I still love that still look great because I've done just fine with what I have. As fascinating as this conversation is, we are gonna pause for a moment and we'll be right back. Imagine unlocking your heartfelt desires and moving forward with confidence and determination, knowing that I am in your corner, reflecting the blind spots that you can't see on your own, while creating a safe container to explore your next steps. Build your inner love for yourself through a spiritual coaching perspective. I will guide you on a path of inner acceptance so you can discover the unbelievable resources with yourself. Partnering to activate your full expression so that you can live without limitations and manifest your dreams. Dissolving the trapped emotions and beliefs that drive your behaviors and habits that are firmly stored in your conscious and subconscious minds. And helping you to further know yourself and have an expanded awareness of yourself. If you are ready to step up, step forward, and embrace life as your true self, book a discovery call with me from my website, LightUpYourWorth.net under the service page of work with me. I can't wait to see you in our Discovery Call.
2: And it's an opportunity to bring in new. I mean you've completely changed. Oh my gosh, you you've completely changed. Like you didn't just move a couple of streets over. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Stepped into a whole the whole next phase, you know, with well, with you know human design. I'm in that third phase and this is it. Like so this, what are you in human uh-huh. design? Well, interesting enough, I'm a, um, a manifesting generator. But what's been really interesting is I just did a recently, I did a cosmic human design, which does some math a little different, which is only about a year old. And I had a reading done on that. And that shows I'm a projector. And I have to tell you that the projector energy and the stuff that we're coming up in my channels actually really deeply resonate because some of the stuff on manifesting generator didn't like my need of sleep. Once I was able to slow things down last year, after a, you know, um, a job loss, it was that I was able to really start to figure out more of my own energy without being on that karmic wheel of going at this level. And it revealed other parts of myself of so that I'm not so, um, drained that I'm not so running in this chaotic pace that it feels like I'm always needing more sleep or more rest. And there's just no, just no got time for that, you know? And so allowing some of that downtime to go at an d- even deeper level inward to understand my own energy was super powerful. So I guess my question is, I, I'm both, I guess, in some way, but I, I really feel like the projector is really it start it's resonating more. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I can. uh, Yeah. But, and yet I can see the Manny Jen in you as well, Mm -hmm. you know, because you do like to do things in your own way. And that's, that's the true blessing of the manifesting generator is they get to create different ways of doing things. And they, they don't need permission. They just do it. And you clearly like you create the podcast, like you clearly have that creation aspect to you. Right. Mm -hmm. And it does make sense that we would have, we wouldn't necessarily just be all one or all, you know, it does make a little more sense that we would have a little bit of maybe all of them in us to some extent. It's just a matter of like where it falls, right? Yeah. So you don't mm-hmm. have the boundless energy. So you have a little more of the projector where rest is a vital part of existence. I'm a projector. What I found <sighs> fascinating about being a projector, finding that out was that I needed the invitation. And that when, when you try to force something on someone as a projector, it never goes right but when you let it come to you, when you get the invitation to help, to, to guide, to whatever, it's very smooth. And I always find that when I just allow, and I was like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. When I tried to do something this way, it was much too generator-ish or mani-gen-ish. I was like, and it didn't work for me. What works for me is when people invite me and that can be an energetic invitation. You know, it doesn't have to be a, would you like to, it can, it can just be a conversation or it, it can be a look, but there, I need to be invited. And when I let that happen, it's easy. And it's funny. I, um, I had a reading done a couple months ago and, uh, normally most mediums and stuff, they can't read me almost every time I've got to get one. Uh, they've done a reading for someone else through me because I'm, I'm a bit of a channel. I'm an Oracle. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> Unfortunately, very few people read me, but the one thing she did say in that reading that had to do with me was that everything comes easy to you. And I thought, yeah, I guess it does. Because when I just allow, things just happen. There's not a lot of push, I don't, I don't have to push, right? How mm-hmm. do you know how to, to, to buy me that clothes? How do you know what looks good on me? I don't know, I just do, I allow. And so I just was like, it felt really good to find that out. That's what I love about the human design, right? Mm -hmm. That really, it does give you a different perspective. I have a friend who's a manifester and she didn't understand her gift is that she spots what everybody else's gift is. And that is a manifestor's gift. And she didn't realize that. And I'm like, she's the one who told me I was an oracle. She's like, you're an oracle. And I think you're probably a medical medium too at some point. And I was like, you could be right. So it's just—it's really—it's like, really. Do you see? I'm such stuff. a yeah. I'm such a junkie. I know.
1: Yeah.
0: I just- <laughs> well, and I think we were. You know, when I started the podcast, I was 20 years in. Um, had began with Reiki. My first attunement was, you know, right after 9/11, which I talk about in that very fr- one of the very first episodes, raw and vulnerable. I share my story if anybody's interested, and. But I was, that was 20 years ago at the end of a a relationship, a 20 year relationship. And I started down this path and I thought, wow, I've tried and learned so many different things along the way, you know, from, you know, the singing bowl to sweat lodges to Reiki to oracle cards, angel cards essential oils, uh, some other healing modalities that I'd done called like the journey. And and then I got to this point where it just seems like even essential oils and crystals used to be like, that was it, right? Like you have achieved everything that there is to learn. And then Mm -mm. I started meeting all of these other types of energy workers, these different types of healers, you know, uh, hypnotherapists, like- And then you realize, wow, I have barely hit the tip of the iceberg, it feels like now, 20 years later, where I have had, I I feel so blessed that I've had the opportunity to not only continue to grow and learn, always seeking different things, but feeling secure. To figure out, oh yeah, I'd like to try that. Okay, that was fun. That's not really my thing, but that was super cool. And being able to highlight that for other people through the podcast, right? Like there's so many different ways to figure out who we are, or why we do things, address our subconscious beliefs, our conscious beliefs, our patterns, our traumas, releasing small T's, big T's. And it's so beautiful. And, you know, how has your, with your, you know, like you junkie, you know, you're manic creative with all of these different modalities, but how, how, how have you seen that manifest in your life as well?
2: Oh yeah. It's, it's so funny as you were talking, I'm like, you preach
0: sister. Yes,
2: yes, <laughs> yes. I, you know, just the dabbling the trying new things Um, it's, it's just all so amazing. And just when you're like, Oh, that's really cool. I have a grasp of it. Something else is dropped in front of me. The universe says here, here's the next level. And you go, Oh,
1: okay.
2: That's cool. And I love that. So they say when that, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And, and so it's been such fun to sort of build my foundation and to see, okay, What's happening next? And now I start recognizing, right? I start recognizing when I'm about to level up because I've built my awareness muscles to the point where I, it's usually I'm like, oh, oh God, I'm going backwards. I'm, I'm, I'm going into old habits. I thought I was through that and I'm, I'm using all my old tools and it's not working. And that's usually when I, as something new comes and I go, oh, and I go to the next level. I'm like, oh all right, I got a lot to learn here.
1: All right,
0: let's go. <laughs> Isn't that so funny how that does? Like we start to recognize, oh, oh, okay. That awareness of all of a sudden of, but you that, know.
2: That awareness keeps mm-hmm. us from spiraling into anxiety, into depression, into um, behaving poorly in relationships. It, it can change everything. I mean, my growth has affected my husband and my children, because I'm learning how to communicate and interact and understand other people through my understanding of this. It's not just for me, right? I wanna understand me thoroughly, absolutely. But through that, I get to understand all the delightful, delicious angels that are surrounding me, my family, my friends, the people I meet through networking, I get to understand them a little better. And by doing that, the interactions are healthier, which means we connect on a deeper level. And it's it's a ripple effect. Mm -hmm. It's just like, oh, I had this amazing conversation with someone and now I want to go talk about this with someone else. And it it just ripples. And this is how we're going to make change. We're not going to make, you know, the politicians are going to do their thing. We're making the change here at this level. Mm -hmm. And every conversation we have is the change maker. That's where it's at.
0: I completely agree. In fact, I just recently changed the introduction to my podcast it's quite lengthy. It's like a a minute and a half, I think. And, but it felt, I felt the need to be able to express it more about, you know, I believe so deeply into when two people come together and have these conversations, we are increasing the vibration and the frequency that is then emulated. And every time somebody is playing and listening to it, it is also doing that. You know, whether you're the person that they're like, you know, I need the stylist. I need to learn more about you, you know, or maybe I need to know more about Nancy and her and, you know, who, uh, this is how we connected. And so I'm so grateful for that connection and, you know, each time we just continually do that and support each other. And we are showing more light, giving people a way to help heal themselves, heal the earth, heal, heal our communities by simply work, doing the stuff on ourselves and spreading it. Yep.
2: Every interaction you have, right. Every interaction you have, can 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 spread the consciousness and raise the consciousness and as a projector that's why i'm here projectors are here that's why you're here we're here to raise the collective consciousness that's why we are on this planet and so being able to step into that understand that and just be able to just be ourselves and that's we're already just we're here. that's our purpose it's just by being us mm-hmm yeah, right. That's kind of learning, cool right? and learning <laughs>
0: that what it took to be us though. That that's Right. No, it was it was not an easy <laughs> not
2: an easy journey. I, I'm not going to lie. It's not I, no, it's not an easy journey, but it is so Oh, it's so yummy. Oh, I love it, you know? Even the bits that are sour are delicious.
0: <laughs> right? Well, that's why they're sweet and sour candy. Yep. You know, you need a little bit of it. The contrast really helps you understand.
2: As soon as you, we started talking like the Kundalini, my, my body started vibrating as soon as our conversation started. And that's how I know it works. It's working. I can feel the energy vibration in my body this entire time. I've just been vibrating and I'm like, Oh yes, this is big.
0: This is really good.
2: And I love that we're across the country from each other. That makes me,
0: feel right. Like completely. Yeah. You know, it's a bit amazing is that as a project uh, project I'll just call myself a projector oh, and nice. I um is that being knowing that I have projected like i'm the podcast is in twenty two countries Wow like active listeners in twenty two countries I find that i I can't <laughs> even like wrap logical words around it more than, you know, like I'm grateful and, uh, but there's words that are deeply ingrained about how spectacular that is about really about the vibration and the frequencies that are occurring as we speak and that they're real, you know, it's so real how we're all connected. And I think as we continue to go into this different level of consciousness in the fifth dimension, like that's happening now. I know. I know. We're like in the middle of it. It's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah. It's so, 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 so powerful. And I, uh, you know, I'm so enjoying our conversation. And it's been such a pleasure to have you on here. It's been so much fun. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and, and so, for those who would like to reach out, to connect with you, to learn more about, you know, this consciousness, uh, with how they're appearing on the outside style Sherpa, how can they reach you? Well, I am the style
2: Sherpa anywhere you look. So I'm a, i am I have a YouTube channel. I'm on Instagram, Facebook. I have a Facebook group, which I love to have people join called conscious dressing with the style Sherpa. And I started, I do weekly lives, which I call the awareness zone. And where I just talk a little bit about some of the tools that I use, and I'd love to have people join me there. Um, it's, it's just a wonderful little safe space that I've provided. And you can reach me at Galen, um, G-A-E-L-E-N, at thestylesherpa.com my website is thestylesherpa.com so just search search the style and you should find me no problem yeah (laughs) yeah you should find me absolutely no problem and I've got a new uh new program launching in September I'm very excited about so it's going to be regular it's like a coaching program and it's working with people with their clothing but there's all sorts of tools mindset prompts card pulls and conversations just to keep them on track to support people Through their journey of becoming aware and becoming more conscious and helping them support themselves. So, I'm very excited that that is happening. So, I'd love to have you all sort of peek in and join me and join the conversation, right?
0: Yeah. So, it's so important, you know, to be able to find who our peeps are, you know, as I say, who are the people that you feel that you can be your authentic self. So I hope that they check you out and, you know, learn more about how you show up and how important it is. And remember how they felt when they have worn that perfect outfit for whatever it was on that, whatever day it was. We all have them. Think about that. How would you like to show up every day feeling like that? Yeah. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah super powerful. So (laughs) thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. If you enjoyed this light up your worth episode, be sure to share with a soulful friend who needs to hear this message. Thanks so much for listening and being part of the light up your worth community. My heart is full of gratitude for you. You are my inspiration to shine the light of spiritual heart centered women. Now go out there and shine your own light, sending you sunshine.